Welcome to Gamers Ledge Podcast, the weekly podcast about video games with news, reviews, analysis, and opinion. Keeping you up to date on how to wisely spend your money for video games, movies, RPGs, comics, books, and more for over 16 years. Find us online at gamersledge.com. And now, your hosts. Hello and welcome. Greetings and salutations. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Gamers Ledge Podcast. Come on in, sit down, relax, have yourself a nice bottle of Dasani. Sit down, relax. It's a conversation between friends, a look at the video gaming industry, and a look at what it means to be a hardcore gamer. I am one of your hosts, Mark. Joining me this week is all the way on my far left, Matt. Hey, folks. How's it doing tonight? How's it doing tonight? Wow. Okay, how is everybody doing tonight? There we go. Words, order, they have meaning. They, they do. And uh, also joining us all the way from uh, everywhere else, it's Matt. Yay, I'm here twice. No, that's, that's right. No, it's just a <laughs> fireside chat with the editor-in-chief and the community manager, and things are going to get saucy. Or, uh, that's your other podcast, dude. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. A very special touch by Gamers Ledge. Um, well, there's lots going on, but let's talk about our week. Matt, what have you been up to? Um, well, it's been uh, an interesting time. I've I've kind of had this motivation to go back and clean up some games that I've left hanging. So I've been slowly doing that. I did that, you know, with Battlefields, um, Battlefield Four. Excuse me. Previously, uh, this week it was Killzone Shadowfall. So uh, another launch title that I went back and I finished the campaign on. Um, I actually surprisingly liked that game. It, it was it was not bad. Um, the story was probably about as predictable as you know an episode of Sesame Street, but um, it was it wasn't it it was fun. It was good. Uh, it was it was best played in short bursts. I think I played it, you know, over the course of three or four nights for like an hour or two, um, and uh, finished it up. Um, yeah, a couple couple. I guess I guess I didn't see the entirety of the ending. Um, nice nice stylistic choice with what they did toward the end there. Um, it probably wasn't the best kill zone game. That probably still goes to two. Uh, but it was it was surprising amount of fun. I, I like the mechanic of the um, what was it called? Not a ghost. Your little robot dude. What the heck was he called? I don't remember. It's I've slept since I played that. Yeah, um, but he was your little little hovercraft robot dude thing that you could yeah have put up a shield for you or have go tack things or stun things or uh, do a zip line. Um, that was a, that was a nice mechanic. Uh, all too often, I completely forgot that I had him. <laughs> like, how am I supposed to get past? It? Oh, that's right, I got the dude. Shoot, son. Okay, yeah, him. Um, so did that. I, I went back and uh, bounced around the uh, good old city of Gotham again for a while. Uh, cleaned up a few straggler trophies that I should have gotten the first time through. Uh, played the latest episode of Tales of the Borderlands. 
Um, I know you mentioned when, when we said that that was coming out that it had gotten a bit uh, of negative press. Was it as strong as the previous three episodes? No. Was it bad? No. There, there was one scene that was categorically bad. <laughs> There's okay. one scene that's really bad. But aside from that, the rest of it, it, it suffers from middle episode syndrome a bit. You know, it doesn't do a lot of things and amaze you and wow you like the first couple of episodes did. Um, I don't know, not knowing anything about Borderlands, I don't know how much Hyperion and what goes on with Hyperion and what goes on in the moon base H thing uh, is explained in the other games, if at all. So it's not. Yeah, so, I mean, they basically, they just park it up there to be a big set piece. Okay. So, I mean, we, this is the first time we've seen inside it really. Okay. So there's some stuff in there that, you know, it, I see what they were trying to do for it. Um, and, and in, unless the scene was written by uh, Mike Myers, it went on just a little too long <laughs> and the, the, the whole, the whole point of it kind of got, eh, all right, all right, fine. That, that, okay. Yeah. So there's one categorically bad scene in the middle of the episode. The rest of it is really what it's been building up to. And then it's the setup for the climax, which is the next, you know, the ex next episode. So did it suffer from middle episode syndrome a bit? Yeah, it did, but it wasn't bad. It just wasn't as good as the previous. Um, good. I'm looking forward to playing that. So, and then uh, a teeny tiny amount of Tap Titans, you know, mm -hmm. probably less than a half hour a day. Um, actually been, you know, uh, got, got my wife playing it on her, uh, her Nook tablet. And, uh, you know, she's, she's super casual with it. So it's kind of fun to just watch her and see how she plays it and the choices she makes and stuff. Um, and then uh, still doing FFRK. I uh, got uh, Steiner and... Ico, 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 should be Ico, Ico. yeah, Ico. yeah, Ico, um, and her crystal. So Ico. I'll pretty Ico. much be ditching that dungeon to go back to the regular story dungeons, which I haven't done in forever. So that's pretty much it. I, I have this feeling like I played something else over the course of the week too, but I can't remember. Oh, I tried Sound Shapes. wasn't terribly impressed. It was okay, but. I I would say that you have to truck through till you get to the back levels. Okay. Because the back levels are the, where you're going, holy crap, I understand what this game could be. Okay. You, you basically play through six remix, remixes of a Beck song you didn't know you liked or had ever heard before. Hmm. Okay. Well, I can, I can cash through till i get that far yeah so. it's it's not super far in so but that'll that if you don't like it by the end of the back level you never will and i'm i'm right there with you i think it's okay plus is the best way to say that i mean it's yeah. okay but then there are some outstanding things and i played with the editor and stuff and it's cool it's just not my gig yeah, i like to play other people's it's an interesting concept uh definitely definitely a, an interesting concept that yeah, I give them kudos for trying out, but for an interesting take on a platformer, because that's really what it is. It really is a platformer. Yeah. So, and uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So this week, uh, I played Final Fantasy Record Keeper. I got uh, Steiner and Ico as well. Got her crystal. I've got level fifty Garnet in my party, trying to get her second record materia to unlock, and that has not happened. 
I did this morning after like 65 million pulls happened to get Aerith's healing rod. So <laughs> now I'm going to have her learning that so that she can go back to other things. On top of that, I, I, I don't think I mentioned it like early last, like right, right after the podcast last week, I got one of those shared soul break ones mm-hmm. and it's the one that casts protect. Okay. So I've got that on Aerith now. So she is a healing machine. She can cast protect. She can cast uh, heal everybody. And then I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, if I find another, another um, weapon one, I might put it in her, you know, shared weapon one, I might put it in her hands. So right. Cause once she, when she, once she learns her, the healing staff, one, yeah. off the stick, then I don't need the stick anymore. So that's kind of cool. Um, so I've been playing that and, uh, I have, I started going back and doing the dungeons and they're all like, I need the full 65 team to get any further on those now. So I'm like, eh, that just hasn't happened. Uh, I also picked up an application called final fantasy portal, which came out right after the podcast last week. It is. So final fantasy record keeper is put out by DNA. That's D E. NA that's the name of the the publisher mm-hmm. uh, and developer and you can tell that it is designed for mobile because it's like you don't have to tap more than 3 times to get anywhere pretty much i mean there's a couple things you have to drill down a little bit farther but, but for the most part you can see that it's designed with mobile in mind final fantasy portal is if you remember playing final fantasy 11 they had this service that was before you could actually log on to Final Fantasy XI, you had to log into this service that would allow you to launch all Final Fantasy-related PC things. Well, that's exactly what this is. So on this portal, you can get Final Fantasy I, and I believe it's still free if you go download the app now, but you can also get Triple Triad, which was the card game from Final Fantasy VIII, which is the best card game that has ever been created. It's better than Tetramaster because it actually makes sense. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I mean, that is available for free. You play against computer component opponents, or you can play against human AI, uh, human people, um, as opposed to human AI, because we're not there yet. Thank God. <laughs> the world would be over, but yeah. Um, so that's, that's up there and that's free. And, uh, the crazy part about that is, you know, it is free to play. How do they make their money? Well, you only get, I think it's five or six crystals um, to start. And each round is a crystal, meaning that you limit the amount you play. It's 25 minutes to recharge a crystal. So I play it like once in the morning, once at lunch, and once in the evening, and that's it. Um, and and then I'm starting to accrue my daily check-in crystals. I'll, I'll see how long they'll let me leave them in the box until I actually want to use them. So we'll see how that works. But that is free. Uh, iOS and Android Final Fantasy Portal is the name of it. Uh, I have been playing Tap Titans, but I'm down to about three minutes a, a spurt, probably less than 30 minutes a day, like you said. Um, I am getting... I'm on my third um, prestige it's getting faster, um, but I'm nowhere near John, who takes like three minutes to prestige now. He's crazy. Yeah, I'm still on working on my second prestige. I've only prestiged once, and I'm still into the mid '80s, and I'm I'm like still like five levels away from being able to prestige. So yeah, uh, played a little more Gwent Simulator 2015. Still enjoying that. Uh, and then I also picked up a little game called Until Dawn that came out this week. 
this was actually picked up for my significant other, not me, because I really have no interest in the horror genre. But she made me a deal that I play it and she makes the choices. And I said, fine, I'll do that. And uh, it stars Hayden Pantieri. Save the cheerleader, save the world. Save the cheerleader, save the world. And Agent Ward from Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Grant Ward, uh, Brett Dalton. So uh, it's, it's kind of slow in the beginning for the first two hours, I would say. And that's because they're trying to give you some reason to care about these kids. Um, it's not bad. I am enjoying it more than I thought I would. It's a little shtick. It's a little saw. It's a little jump scare. Um, now this is the choose your own adventure game, right? I mean, this is the one where they demoed it and like, I could die at any one of these decision points kind of. Yeah. So they actually show you a picture of a butterfly and the butterfly's wings and how, each portion of the wing has a bunch of different uh, you know, paths based on your choices. And in fact, th- there will be times where you do something that seems very innocuous, innocuous, and all of a sudden it's showing you the butterfly icon in the top left, showing you that you've branched off somewhere. I mean, just to give you an, a very early non-spoiler example of that, I was playing as Hayden Panty... Kind of tear. Yeah, yeah. I was playing as her, and I there was a phone in somebody's backpack, and I had a choice to pick it up and look at it, or close the backpack. And I chose to pick it up and look at it, and suddenly I branched off to another possible alternate outcome. So I mean, it can be little things as well. Um, I think the only real complaint that I have so far is one that I find in a lot of these types of games and that's about player agency and player choice Um, I was forced I want to be very spoiler free here I was forced into a saw like decision where I may be choosing a horrible outcome for someone and my first instinct was don't play the game, but that was not an option. (laughs) And so I did not like that. I mean, I would have been even better. I I would have been fine. If not playing the game would have had doubly horrible consequences because then I would have felt at least like I would might've been true to that character. I was playing who would have tried to find a way, you know, avoid the situation, find a way out, find a solution, whatever you want to call it. But instead, I, I, I had to make this unrealistic choice. So that, that's, and that's only happened once so far in the game, but that kind of really sucked the wind out of me for a second. Um, there are people that you, they've done a good job of very quickly setting up people you want to see die and people you don't. So, I mean, it's, it's like watching, you know, Night, Nightmare on Elm Street or, you know, any, any horror flick where, you know, there's the, the guys you want to die and the girls you want to die. Um, right. So I'm about three hours in. Everything's finally now out in the open and that the, the kids all realize that's just somebody trying to kill them. And, and now it's moving pretty briskly from there. And the game's been reviewed remarkably well. I couldn't, I honestly was 
shocked by the scores. Yeah, you know, no, I, I, I see it. it. The production values are pretty good. Uh, it looks pretty. About the only visual complaint is that I have a little stuttering's not the right word, but something looks wrong in the in the refresh rate hmm, to where like they out of sequence or something. No, like the characters are a little jumpy, oh. almost. It, they're not stuttery, but because stuttery implies they do the same thing multiple times, where they go and they stop, or they go and they stop. And this is just like. I don't know. It's just, it looks a little weird. It's a graphical thing, but it's not all the time either. It's just sometimes. So I, I can't complain. I mean, for the most part, it looks good. It plays pretty well. It's responsive. Um, when they do make you do quick time events, you, you know, you, you press the button and it actually works exactly right. Then there's no lag input or anything along those input lag or anything like that. So yeah, I've really been uh, enjoying it. And, um, uh, we're going to finish it up. I don't know when because we're kind of booked so solid with the wedding coming up and everything. So, But yes, we're, we're going to continue playing that. Um, that brings us, of course, to the onslaught that is the news. So That's going to be the fastest we've gotten to news. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I never get the news that fast. <laughs> Um, so yeah, there's, there's some news this week. I wouldn't say it's like a huge deluge like normal. Uh, the first thing to point out is obviously the name of this episode is, uh, 6 million decks of Gwent, uh, CD project red announced this week that in the first six weeks of sale, they have sold 6 million copies of the witcher 3 the wild hunt uh and as many people don't aren't aware of cd project red also the people that old own good old games oh really i didn't know that. yes so they are you know and, and it's interesting when you go back and you look at their their um their business formation and structure they started importing all these games to poland and then they found all these games that there were no license holders for. And then they set about trying to get them so that they could re-release them in Poland. And that's kind of how good old games started. Hmm. Uh, and so that's kind of interesting. But yeah, they're basically saying that because of sales, uh, in the first half of its fiscal year, sales are up ne nearly 600%. 139.5 million compared to 20.3 million last year. Um, so yeah, they're doing really good. And of course they've got two major expansion packs coming out for the Witcher three, um, hearts of stone and blood and wine, which are um, both like 30 hour expansions, which yeah. I haven't even started the main story yet of the original. So, and I, and I paid for the <laughs> season. Pass. Oh, you got the season pass. See, I didn't because I'm like, am I going to finish this? Am I actually going to be playing this and you know i'm still playing it on a regular basis and i'm still no closer to finishing it than i was when i started 19 weeks ago because i just ended up playing glint that game is amazing um but yeah you know i i i think that their philosophy their business philosophy is that downloadable content should be free unless it's a major upgrade like they're doing i think that's right um, have you even opened your copy, Matt? Of Witcher? 
Yes. Yeah, I, I, I played. I did play it. I just hadn't made it to Tutorial Town yet. I had no. got to the part where you fight the wyvern off from the cart, and then I got distracted by flowers. <laughs> so one of the things that uh, I, I find most amusing or, or that I liked the most in their packaging was their little note that said, hey, thank you for buying our game. You know, we're going to give you these 19 pieces of DLC for free because that's our business philosophy. You bought us, you support us, we're going to continue to support you in playing mm-hmm. the game. I think that's class act. I'm really, I'm really pleased with my purchase. The only thing that I think I've gotten more bang for my buck out of is Destiny. And, uh, you know, I put 300 plus hours into Destiny, even though I hate the game now. 300 I mean, regrettable hours. You know, actually, as I was standing in line for the midnight launch, of until dawn um me and two other people were at our GameStop for the midnight launch everybody else was there for madden uh but yeah you know uh we were talking about uh, there was a a very much nick-esque person (laughs) who is still very much in love with the game uh but but understood the critiques and and the upsetness and he said the one thing that i can't argue about though uh for him was that he has not gotten a return on his investment nearly as much in any other game he's ever played. And despite the fact that I hate Bungie, I still love the core shooting mechanic. Mm-hmm. I hate that they keep wiping everything out, making my progress and time logged inconsequential. But I cannot argue that for the, the time that I was playing it, I did get a huge ROI for my investment of, of 90 bucks. So there is that. Now we don't have to talk about destiny anymore. <laughs> Do you feel that way at all, Matt? Um, well, I didn't, I didn't put in nearly as much time as you did. Um, I, I was left feeling a little hollow when I got to the end of the story. Um, it, it just, you know, it didn't, it didn't sit right. It seemed wonky. It didn't feel like it, it really did what it had, advertised that it was going to do. No, it didn't. Um, it did not. And and but I did I did enjoy the the multiplayer rounds that we we did do uh early on. I never got into the strikes. I I ne- I mean, I guess I did the strikes, not the the raids. Raids, thank you. Never got into doing the raids. So I've never done Vault of Glass. I've never done any of that stuff. Basically from what I understand from you guys is, you know, they're kind of cool, but ultimately they're painful just because if you want the stuff, you're going to do it a quadrillion times. And well, then the if you're like, you still buy Gallahorn from Zur. Yeah. So. The interesting thing that I, that I was laughing about is I asked him if he had gotten the platinum, which mm-hmm. Nick has been aspiring to do for forever. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, yeah, I soloed Crota by myself to get it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it seems the only way you're going to get that is to solo, yeah, is to solo uh, yeah. dungeon by yourself. So, um, and that, that's, you know, where things get kind of silly. Uh, and, and I just, this is the trick with me and MMOs. I just generally don't have the time to pump into them to require what they require to get the top tier and be the the high level. So um, it was a risk going in. I knew that for me. The game was a risk. I, I did enjoy the shooting mechanic. I did enjoy... Uh, the when we had some some good groups going together, even when I was you know we I we were getting our, our butts handed to us, you know there was still still a certain amount of fun to be had there. Um, 
rarely did you feel like the game was was cheating you you generally felt like you were just outclassed or you outclassed your opponent or you know you just eked one out whichever it was um so so speaking about expensive guns ah, yes why don't you tell us about uh what happened in boston so um i lived out in the boston area for a few years and i know people out there are are pretty crazy sorry um ian I know you're watching. And not but, all Bostonians. Not all Bostonians, but when I was out there, there was a lot of cases of road rage that involved firearms. Well, <laughs> so, but you know, this isn't exactly this, road rage. This isn't exactly road rage, but I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to establish a mentality here. Um, although, I, I don't think we can establish one other than these guys were nuts. Well, yeah, and they were from Iowa, so. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I don't. From Boston. No, they weren't from Boston. I was just trying to play that aspect. So why, why don't you fill us in? What 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 happened in Boston? What was so, going on? So in Boston, uh, this last week, there was a thing known as the Pro Pokemon World Championship going on. And this is the card game. The card game, not, not, not the, the yeah. This is the CCG, um, which right. I have played. Um, there's books and books of cards around here somewhere. Um, not mine, my son's. But anyway, so. They were arrested last Friday after the championship. The Pokemon, the Pokemon World Championship was arrested? Oh, no, the Pokemon. These two gentlemen who drove from Iowa to Boston were arrested after threats of violence via social media were made against the Pokemon World Championship. So I saw their, tw I think it was their Twitter feed, that showed a shotgun and uh, a sub, I think an automatic like AR-14 type, yeah, yeah, uh, tilted on the back trunk with a sign that said "Ready for the Pokemon World Championships." Yeah, and when they stopped them, it seemed like it was a full arsenal of uh, rounds and multiple weapons. It was crazy. There, there were, there were, there were the two firearms. Uh, the, as far as I know, I haven't seen anything. They did confirm the two firearms with lots of ammunition, especially for the shotgun, which is kind of crazy because that's the one that's way harder to reload. Um, uh, there was a, a knife or two, um, some electronic things that they had. Uh, they were gentlemen. They were, they, these were adults, ladies and gentlemen, these weren't some kids that were pissed off that they didn't get invited to the uh, championship or something. These is an 18 and 27 year old. 27-year-old individual decided they were going to, was going to storm the Pokemon World Championship. Um, Did we uh, so, ever find out a motivation or a reason for this? You know, I was just looking at the updates on this to see if there was anything. I never saw it. Um, they, they were both arrested. Um, it looks like they were actually invited to participate in the tournament. Um, so they tried to get into, uh, the, the championship and they were arrested on, they tried to get on Thursday and were turned away for some reason. And then they got arrested on Friday when they returned, uh, they delivered a search warrant, found, uh, 12 gate shotgun, air 15, lots of ammunition. Um, and, uh, they were arraigned on Monday. Uh, and this one says it's still still unclear. So uh, if it if it has come out yet, it doesn't. I haven't seen an article that stated what their motivation was. Um, but uh, you know, it, it, it just it, yeah, it's wild. It's I mean, extra concerning 
you know, because that's not something that we're a venue where you would normally think something like that could happen. Uh, and there, it seems to be no rhyme or reason for it. So it's really odd, but I mean, it's possible that this was all just, I mean, there has been a couple of things where, uh, these guys were not unknown. Um, or at least the, 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 the stumbo individual, um, okay he did claim that this was taken out of context and that it was not an actual attack threat well, um, i don't know how you interpret guns on a vehicle to say that that's not an attack threat yeah and, and he's saying that you know the saying well the guy was kind of sarcastic i mean you know joke around sarcastic and they didn't you know nothing seemed to be out of place but you know, it's 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 really weird because well, when you, you have know, a lot if of it people, is, if it's if it's a joke, it's a very 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 poor tasting joke. Yeah. So, and well, if it's serious, it's like what what in the world? I mean, and and these guys, not exactly competent individuals, right? I mean, it's and you know, of course, the picture itself. There's an NRA sticker on the car, you know, which, as a firearm owning individual of responsibleness myself, I, I, you know, that just annoys me because you know, here's some crazy kids, whether they're kids, they're not kids, whether they're you know goofing around or we're serious. Either way, you know, that's not responsible firearm. No, management especially or when there's or, families and kids and yeah i mean this stuff, so. this is pokemon for pete's sake yeah there's adults and older kids there but there's you know younger kids and stuff too so it's it's really confusing and i i i don't get it i don't understand where these guys were coming from whether it was serious or a joke it, it doesn't make sense either way so well now that you've depressed me and made me paranoid about every large uh scale gathering <laughs> let's talk about something else something else depressing and that is <laughs> Xbox One owners are going to end up paying 20 bucks more for Rock Band. <laughs> if they buy the disc, the solo disc, uh, a non, it, it, a solo disc, yes. right, the solo disc version that they want and they want to use their existing instruments. Yeah. So they basically said, hey, if you've got 360 instruments and you want to be able to use them and you're just buying the game from us, it's going to cost you 20 bucks more because you get an adapter that allows you to do that. Uh, PS4 owners can just plug them in directly because they're USB, uh, or you know, plus the wireless uh, is USB. So no problem there. But uh, for Xbox One owners, if you want that, it's going to cost you twenty extra simoleons. Have we learned whether or not the new instruments are wireless via dongle, or if they are native? We have not learned that, to my knowledge, yet. Okay. I was I believe imagine. everything's wireless this time. Well, I guess the band, the drums for three were wireless also, but yeah, everything's wireless except the mic. The mic's not wireless this time, is it? God, that would be nice. I don't think so though. That would drive up the cost of the mic pretty significantly. Yeah. So, anyway, okay. Uh, It'd be nice if it's not by dongle because again, there's only two USB ports on a PS4. So while we're on the subject of Sony. Let's talk about that there Vita. So it turned <laughs> out there was a class action lawsuit a little while ago um, that basically said, hey, if you purchased your Vita before X date, um, there was some misleading advertising and enough people got together. There was a class action lawsuit. And if you were one of those people like me who purchased your Vita before 
that given date, you could go on to Sony's website and fill out a quick quick form uh, and then give them your serial number and they would then register you for the lawsuit. Well, it turns out that this week they started sending out the settlement checks, um, which was either your selection of several free games for the Vita or a $25 PSN credit, uh, which is what I chose and got that this week. So that if you are uh, if you were one of the people that filed for that, watch your inbox. Um, it does not come from Sony. Uh, it comes from the firm that uh, paid out the settlement, which was an intermediary. Um, so watch for that. Matt, what else we got? Well, as long as we're sticking on the Sony theme, uh, there has been there is a uh, currently going on at uh, Walmart a heck of a deal if you don't own a PS4 yet. Oh, you just skipped over. I see. Steal mine. Yeah. I see. Yeah, it I see. Yep. see, I'm sniping the good ones. Uh, actually, the other one's okay too. Although I have one anyway. <laughs> um, Walmart just unveiled what is possibly the best PS4 bundle ever. It's definitely a good one. It's really so good. It's for the standard 400 bucks. You get a PS4 console, either the Arkham Knight or Last of Us uh, edition. Not the ones with custom consoles, but it comes with the game, a downloadable code for the game. Uh, a copy of Madden 16, a game of your choice from a selection of 10. And um, I apologize, I don't have the list of 10 right here, so I'm not sure what they are. And you get a card for three months free of PlayStation Plus. So it's a three-month subscription card. Uh, so if you already have Plus, you can add this to your subscription. And if you don't, you get three months free to try it out. Um, so 400 price tag when you're going up against the, the one and it's ever dropping price in the attempt to be competitive, uh, seems like it might be a lot, but you're getting a heck of a lot. You're getting three free games and a three month, essentially trial of PlayStation plus. So that, that's nothing to sneeze at. And when you consider it in that you get the free game collection with the PlayStation plus as well. Right. You get the instant game collection every month. That's, that's three months times. Well, if you only have the PlayStation 4, anywhere from two to six games. Right, depending. With crossplay, so. So speaking of PlayStation Plus, Aha! Uh, one of the uh, uh, things that happened this last week is that everybody could vote for next month's free uh, game of the month, and it was down between uh, Grow Home and... Armello and Zombie Vikings. Yes. And it turned out Grow Home got over 40% of the vote. It will be the free uh, game. Armello and Zombie Vikings will have uh, discounts, I believe. 30%. 30%, yes. Yep. Uh, so that's pretty cool. I like this, this system. Um, the thing that's hilarious is because if you look at the Instant Game Collection posts on the blog every month, all you hear is style. Well, not all you hear, but you know, there's a significant grumbling about the indie number station. of indie and indie style games in, in the comment section. And then when people get the opportunity to vote, they vote for the most indie title of the three. Yeah, that's true. You know, if, if people wanted to game this system, they would find the most expensive one 
which I think was Armello, because I believe Armello is like 1999. And they would, and, and they would, you know, have everybody vote for that because then you're going to get the cheap ones at 30% off still, which right. Grow Home is only eight bucks. So there is that to be said about it. I wonder if people will catch on and start driving votes to, to do well, that. But. And I just watched another Armello video today. And if that one doesn't convince you that those 44% of people voted for the wrong game, then nothing will. Um, <laughs> not, not saying that I'm bitter about Grow Home winning. I voted for Grow Home because that game is awesome and I want it. Yeah, my problem is he looks like he controls like a marionette being controlled by a drunken puppeteer. Yeah, he, there's a little bit of of control challenge to the game. I'm not going to lie about that, but that I think that's part of the point. And it I I still think it's more than passable. I mean, well, I, I haven't played it yet. I mean, I, I, I base that on videos, right? I mean, I, I understand Grow Home has gotten remarkably good reviews on Steam, as has Zombie Vikings. So both of those are obviously solid offerings because they're in the, what is it, extremely positive or whatever the highest ranking category yes. on Steam is. Uh, Armello, I don't believe, has a rating because I don't think it's been released on Steam yet, if I remember correctly. I do not believe so. Um, but I mean, it looks gorgeous and, you know, anytime you get a virtual tabletop style game, you know, that there's something to be said for that because I don't have a ton of people locally to play tabletop games with. So, you know, virtualizing that is always a good thing. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I, I would, may be part of my $25 purchase. Yeah. I, uh, I, 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 I can't say we would have gotten a bad deal with any of the three zombie Vikings probably would have been my least favorite. Um, just based on on the views of the gameplay uh but yeah you know i i never complain about what we get for plus i you know there have been months where i've wanted to play all the games there have been months where i've only wanted to play maybe one or two of the games i usually download them all i give them a try if it doesn't click with me delete them and still in your download list if you decide later that you really wanted to try it again so and sometimes it's ones that the kids want for me you know having three kids that play games um you know, sometimes one of them clicks with one of them when it doesn't click with me. So and the same uh, thing happens at my house. Your Ewok plays? No, I, I just play three times. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, so Matt, mm -hmm. there's this little game coming out next week. Oh, a little game coming out next week. Yeah, it's another one of those that I think got a bit of a surprisingly high, Advanced to me, rating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Metal Gear Solid is obviously coming out uh, next week, but... Minus Konami, any Kojima. Konami <laughs> Infinite Wisdom is pulling 31 mobile gaming apps in Japan. So... Yeah. I'm just going to start calling them the health club uh, business <laughs> chain owner. Cause it seems like they're getting out of uh, games altogether, I swear. Uh, but it's interesting. They're, they're removing 31 iOS uh, gaming apps on September 10th. Now, this is in Japan, but it's a little odd because some of them are out here and have English versions like Metal Gear Solid Touch. But there was no announcement as to what was going to happen with these. They're saying that these apps will not be updated to support iOS 9 or later. Which I don't know why you wouldn't just leave them on there so people with, with legacy devices can still buy your games. Right. Um, but 
they are pulling 31, uh, including Dance Dance Revolution S and S+, Plus, which I'm actually a little upset that we don't have an English version of here. Uh, Frogger Pad, Metal Gear Solid Touch, Silent Hill The Escape, Silent Scope. Uh, I'm, I'm picking out the ones that might be familiar to Western audience. Uh, Bomberman Touch, Bomberman Chains, Bomberman Dojo, Moon Dancer, yeah, probably not. Mahjong Police, Haunted Picks, and Shooting Watch. What's what is interesting is it that Konami seems to be making the bulk of its money in mobile from free to play games, and, Which and these, uh, were not. these are not. These are ones that you actually had to pay for. Um, but still, I don't know why you would remove them and not leave them on the store and just say, "Hey, does not is not supported with iOS nine or above." Yeah, un- unless there's some sort of hosting charge for leaving them up. No, there's no hosting charge. Yeah, no, 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 no. So that's crazy. But that's uh, you know, I I just I still have no idea what Konami is doing over there. Well, so, they're leaning up. That's for sure. Yeah, they, they definitely are. Um. I think uh, we need to talk about the elephant in the room. How did you know I had an elephant in the room? Because YouTube is always in the room. This is true. It's probably where you're watching us right now, as a matter of fact. Uh, so anything to upset them, they're watching. <laughs> on uh, Google rolled out YouTube gaming today, the Twitch killer application. Um, Twitch killer. Yeah, that well, that's what some people are calling it—the Twitch killer. Uh, you know, to be honest, God, please don't kick me off your service, YouTube. But not impressed as of yet. Um, the interface is very flashy. I mean, flat like Flash, not like HTML5. I believe there is HTML5 behind it, but it's—I don't like it, and it's not very intuitive um, how is this as a streamer or as a viewer yes that okay. that is exactly i mean basically the streaming side ties into what we do here with hangouts on air um it takes you to a specialized section in your channel to where you can just start streaming live right there on the spot and they now rolled out xbox one nor ps4 at this point support this correct uh i don't think xbox one can export to youtube but don't hold me to that i think maybe they might actually be able to do that um ps4 will be able to once they get uh right but today right now they can yeah as of right now they they do not um unless you're using a capture device like i do for right which yeah 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 um so yeah that as of right now and that's the, the real thing is they launched apps for both ios and android um call and and it's not under Google. It's under YouTube Gaming. So that's what you guys search for on the on the app, uh, Play Store or on the iOS App Store. And um, is that a, a watch specific, or is or can so, you stream mobile games from that? So the various sources I looked at said that you could stream with those apps. I downloaded it to my iOS device. I can only watch. There's no way to stream anything because that was going to be my question. I'm like, if they have solved this, because this is actually a problem on iOS, I have to do some 
shady things to get iOS capture um, up and running. I've got two ways that I can do it. One's much more painful than the other. Uh, but yeah, that, that's kind of the idea is we were looking for a way to easily be able to stream games from iOS because then you'd see a whole lot more Final Fantasy Records and Tap Titans and uh, Triple Triad on the site than what you do right now. But <laughs> since there's no easy way to do that, it is a watch only at this point. Sadly. What is it called? It's called YouTube Games. Because just, just searching for YouTube in the Play Store does not bring it up. So the, the funny part was, was that the way I found it in the App Store, because I was searching for Google Games for some reason I had it in my head. Oh, I'm sorry. It's YouTube Gaming. Because games didn't work either. <laughs> yeah, it's YouTube Gaming. Oh, and wow. Yeah, that is that. Wow. Yeah, this is like, okay. That's really weird that they would make it that hard to find. Yeah, okay. I actually had to go into Google's app list, you know, the, the list of all the published all right. um, applications, and I found it way at the bottom. It was all the way at the bottom, <laughs> YouTube colon gaming. I'm like, all right then. So there's where you're hiding it. Uh, but yeah, it's just a streamer at this point. I'd be interested to know if it's different for uh, Android once you get it. So if, uh, can you stream from it? I don't know. No, I'm still downloading 74%. Oh, okay. So yeah. Installing. Um, and speaking of streaming things, oh, dear. our final news story for the evening, uh, it looks like for some reason, Sony has disabled the Twitch archiving of Until Dawn streams. So if you are streaming Until Dawn from your PlayStation 4 via Twitch, Sony has disabled archiving of that game's streams. And Twitch has reached out to Sony to try to attempt to alleviate the problem. Hmm. I'm guessing because the game isn't terribly long i think it's only like six to eight hours they might want to limit the amount of exposure people get to all the different endings and whatnot but to be honest i'm actually thinking about playing through this game to get all of the different trophies and endings um, because it's fun enough that i'm curious what did i miss so you know and i kind of want to go back and see that stuff so right which has to make it more fun than the uh Heavy Rain? Virtue, no, vir, was it Virtue's Last Reward series? Where you get through like half of them, you're just like, screw it, I'm not finishing this thing. No, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, so, yeah, that's... Uh, do you have any other news, Matt? I, I do have a few things, um, simply because I am a bit of a, a Sony head. This is, this is all Sony-specific. But while we did mention Grow Home, we did not read off the rest of the list for the September uh, free games with Plus or Instant Game Collection or whatever the heck it's called now. And I guess they're calling it PS Plus free games now. So um, so we will be getting on the PS4 Grow Home, which is the story of a little robot who grows a plant so he can get to his spaceship and save the world or the cheerleader or something. Um, for the... Uh, PS4 second title, which is also a Vita title, it is Super Time Force Ultra, which if you'll remember from oh a certain show uh, a little while ago, we will get 
Shuhei Yoshida as a playable character. Um, this one's an interesting one for me. I don't know that I'll play it very much, but I, I've been I've been intrigued by it. So uh, I this will be an interesting one. Um, your PS3 games are Twisted Metal and Tesla Grad. Uh, Twisted Metal is a vehicle combat game. If you're not familiar. And Tesla Grad, I believe, is a bit of a uh, action platformer. Um, yep, puzzle platformer. Uh, that will also be available for the PS4 as well as uh, the PS3. Your Vita titles are... Uh, I'm going to... La Mulana. La Mulana EX, which looks to be a... Uh, Dang it, now I just totally forgot it. Spelunky clone. Um, and then the other uh, game for the Vita, which is also available for the PS4, is called Xenodrifter, uh, which looks like an 8-bit style game where you will uh, be exploring strange alien planets and discover secrets and cobble away the other home. So it sounds like it's a, a mostly an exploration game. I haven't actually seen any video or anything of it, but uh, it, it'll be one of those, you know, you throw on your Vita when you're going on a plane ride or whatever and give it a whirl and, or, you know, the bus ride to school or work or train ride or whatever and uh, give it a go and see what you think. So those will be available the first Tuesday of September, which is if my computer will cooperate next Tuesday, the 1st. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. Uh, also, something that's near and dear to my heart, though I haven't bought it, I will be eventually, uh, Mega Man Legacy Collection came out. It is a collection of the 8-bit games from Mega Man 1 through 6, the original Mega Man, no X here. Uh, they have been formatted and uh, formatted for widescreen and HD displays, but they are still the 8-bit style um, presentation. And see, this is where you and I differ greatly because the idea of playing Mega Man 1 through 6, give me a knife so that I can drive it in my skull right now and twist until I am dead, spasming on the floor. <laughs> See, you know, I, I probably have a, a a better idea in my head of playing, you know, like Mega Man 2 and Mega Man 3 and Mega Man 5 uh, in my head. I probably have a better idea of what that would be like than in practice. Um, I still, but it does also come with other things. It comes with, uh, uh, you know, it, it is a collection. So it comes with, you know, a, a database where you list all the weapons. So you don't have to guess, okay, what one is true wooden man weak against, or, you know, you, so you can actually go and look all that up and plan out your attack ahead of time, uh, research different stuff about the Mega Man's abilities and the robot masters. Uh, museum has hundreds of pieces of production art, concept art, unused sketches, and, and other cool stuff about the series. Um, this is the part that I, I'm almost willing to pay the 15 bucks just for this part. The music player. The music for Mega Man series has always had a, a special place in, in, in my heart. And uh, there's over 100 tracks wait, from the wait, Mega wait, Man wait, series. Wait, 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 wait. You have a heart? It's it, it's it, it's well hidden, but yeah, it's it's there. It's basically this one room for music for Mega Man. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, great. That, that makes sense. That's why. Okay, yeah. 
So, uh, yeah. So basically, I could just pull this up and listen to hours of nothing. But <laughs> That's Man what it would actually be. You'll never actually play, play the, the game. game. You'll <laughs> just go, you'll just start the music player, and it will be on in the background. And honestly, it'll probably just be Airman's theme song over and over again. <laughs> yeah, well, that anyway. triple triad main menu screen. Uh, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and there is also a mode that I would never, ever, 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 ever play because I realize I am far too old to try to do such things, but there's a challenge mode. <laughs> so yeah, though, that, that's the type of people that there are min-maxers out there that want to do it. Fine. Knock yourself out. I, I would be lucky to be able to make it through. I could probably make it through two because I probably still have the muscle memory from two. Uh, but any of the other ones, I'd probably be lucky to even be able to make it through the game. So, um, but that that is something that's out there. Uh, if your nostalgia so tweaks you, it is fifteen dollars. Perhaps if you got your twenty five dollar uh, card from from the settlement, that might be a way to go. Uh, I didn't qualify for the settlement, so I I, I remember the extent of my Mega Man Two uh, play session, and I do still have the muscle memory. It was holding up to climb up the ladder. And then I died. And I'm holding up to climb up the ladder, and then I died. And then I said, "Oh, well, it's a good thing I didn't buy this game." And then I never played it again. Mega Man Two was the first uh, game, aside from Duck Hunt and Mario, that we had for our uh, Nintendo Entertainment System. So it got a lot of my attention. Oh, so your parents hated you? Got it. Check. Understood. Hey, it kept us occupied for hours. Yeah, um, because it don't ever talk to me about Dark Souls again. That oh, game, that's no that dark, game dark Souls. Is more punishing, more punishing for any one. single error. Yes, yes, I will give you one. Probably has the sadism level of Dark Souls, and four probably, probably does. Okay, two does not. Three, and I don't think I ever played six. So. Um, and then other one, another one I wanted to throw out there just because you actually shared this just before the podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. So this isn't news per se. This isn't se. news, but this is freaking awesome. I, I you know, so uh, there, there is a game that is coming out in oct- early October. I think it's the 6th of October, if I remember right. Um, and, and tell us a little bit about it, Matt. It's the freaking Transformers, man. And this isn't and like any of the mamby-pamby Transformers that have come out in the last 30-some-odd years. This is the early 1980s, cell-shaded... To be, clear, to be clear, it is Generation 1... Generation 1, yes. ...only Transformers. Yes, so we're Which talking means- the original Optimus Prime, the original Bumblebee, the original Wheeljack, the original Sideswipe, and this is the first time I've seen... The original Grimlock. And the Insecticons. And the Insecticons and, and, Devastator, and Devastator. He was actually five green things that do not have testicles. Um, Alrighty then. So this is the other thing, uh, <laughs> just sidestepping that completely. This is the thing that does worry me just a little bit. We have not seen Megatron, nor have we seen any of the Jets. Nor have we I seen. I thought we saw Megatron in the first trailer, I being wielded by 
Maybe stuff. no, you're right. But maybe we did. Being I don't think we've seen gameplay of them, but I'm not sure yeah. at this point you bid that's been announced that you play anyone other than Autobots. You know, we haven't seen. Um, is it Skywarp? Is that the mm, yeah? Skywarp is the the purple star screen. Oh, that's not what I'm talking about at all. Not um, the white and red Macros. Oh, jet. oh, oh! Um, uh, jet, 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 storm, jet, fire, jet, jet, fire, jet, fire. jet, fire. We haven't seen Jetfire, and we haven't seen Omega Supreme. Those nope. are. The, I'm thinking that those are probably two like. Well, you think? Do you think since you've got the devastate? Well, are the yeah the aerial bots are Gen One? Nope, they're they're Gen Two. I believe I they're late they're Gen One, aren't they? They're Gen. Well, okay, so okay, they are Gen One. But there is a line, and I believe that the Insecticons and the um, I believe the Insecticons were the end of that line, mm. and then there was a second batch that had the aerial bots and the Stunticons, etc. And that was not Gen Two; that was still, but it was kind it was of like a, Gen One point five. I guess right. is the best way to say it. So, so the Constructicons and the aerial bot. So we won't have an Autobot Gestalt. Right. There is no Autobot Gestalt in in the the first line of Transformers. That's what Ultra Mag. Ah, see, Ultra Magnus was part of that 1.5. Yeah. Okay. There is no um, the the one that was uh, meant to fight him was uh, Omega Supreme. Although, although. Okay, so there's five playable Autobots in the game. Yes, Optimus, Wheeljack, Bumblebee, Sideswipe. And Grimlock. And Grimlock. And if you pre-order it, I'm guessing off of the store, the article isn't terribly clear, but since it's a PlayStation blog post, it's probably from the store. Um, we'll get skin. Okay, so Activision will some unveil bonuses that fans will receive if they pre-order the copy of the game. Players who purchased and reserve Transformers. Okay, so reservation apparently also counts further. Uh, before it lands on October 6th, we'll get a DLC bundle that includes six goodies. Uh, you'll get a trio of specialized character skins, uh, Nemesis Prime, which is not Gen 1, uh, Red Alert, and Goldfire. So that those would probably be Sideswipe and uh, Bumblebee yeah, but, skins. Yeah, yeah. You got it exactly. You know who I'm really actually sad that we don't get? Ironhide. Yeah. Ironhide was one of the quintessential Gen 1s, and I'm actually really surprised they give us Wheeljack and not... I'm not surprised by Wheeljack. I am surprised by Sideswipe. I would have thought they'd go for Man, Jazz no, before Sideswipe. Sideswipe side side was one of the... That was one of my favorites, dude. Who, who doesn't want the Corvette? I'm serious. Well, yeah, th th there's that. I mean, although or the I guess if wait, no, choose for, I'm sorry, sorry. I just did it. Trax is the Corvette. Trax is the Corvette. Yeah. Ferrari or yeah, Ferrari is is a sideswipe. So, but the uh, but I guess if you're going to go over or Jazz or Wheeljack, I would have thought they would go Jazz. But yeah, no, you know, you're exactly right. I would have thought they would have done Jazz, and instead of sideswipe, I would have thought they would have done Ironhide because Ironhide. But Ironhide would be another bruiser. I think they were looking for separate classes. So from that perspective, they make sense. So I, th so, anyways, they launched a new gameplay trailer that 
if I wasn't sold on the game before, I am completely sold on the game now. It is Devil May Cry with Transformers. <laughs> Devil mean, May Transformers, yes. That, yes. That's really what it is, is Devil May Cry with Transformers. I'm hoping that maybe somehow someone in the universe takes pity on me and decides to get me that game because I can't buy it. But man, it makes is, me... Is it a full price game? I guess I haven't... I believe it is a full price game, but I am not positive. I will um, attempt to find out here by launching the online PlayStation Store, which is if you have best, uh, $49.99. So it's a $50 game. Not yeah. quite full price, but... Yeah, but it's still close. And, and yeah, I, I that that game makes me just I have a days. dumb grin on my face the whole time I watch anything about it. Yeah. So, so if you pre-order on the Play For Station store, you get a theme. Doesn't say whether it's a static or dynamic theme. Uh, the three character skins and three uh, weapons. Doesn't say whether the weapons are unique or if they are um, just early unlocks. I so, so want there to be a headmaster, but I know it's not well, going to happen. That, that's like Gen 3. <laughs> uh, triple Changer. No, there was triple, triple Changer, changer. yeah. Triple, triple Changers changer. were 1.5 still. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, it wasn't until like Gen 3. Because uh, you had the Target Masters and the Headmasters in there. The and Target Masters and the Motor Masters. And then... Target Masters would be cool, though. Yeah. But yeah, I digress. And then you had the ones that were people that transformed into transformers. Yeah, it got weird after a while. No, no, no. The people people transformed into guns and heads. Oh yeah, right. Those, those were the, the Yeah, they were in the suits that were the the headmasters and the motormasters and yeah. And Sam Witwicky was the one that transformed into the head of the first robot for Fortress Maximus. Yes. Which then turned into the head for Fortress Maximus. Yes. <laughs> it was really kind of silly. Yeah, All right, yeah. It got it got weird after a while. Most Japanese, uh, Japanese show ever. Yeah. So, what else you got on the news bucket? Um, actually, sadly, that does pretty much wipe out what I had pulled up. Um, there was uh, there is a the Dishonored Definitive Edition uh, came out. So, if you're looking to uh, bone up on the dishonored universe before the next installation drops you can pick that up also if you have been a playstation plus member for a while you have a copy of that probably in your download list for free um for the playstation 3 right uh no that was ps4 really yep uh ps4 dishonored definitive edition came on to ps4 on the 25th of august which was yesterday yeah, but that's but but right. But my point is the free one. Oh, the free one was the PS3. Yes. Yeah, you're, okay, you're okay, okay, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, I didn't I didn't catch what you're saying. And just remember, just as a reminder, there are only like three days left. Three days? No, a couple more than that. No, three days left until uh, Disney Infinity 3.0 comes out. <laughs> Skip. <laughs> no, yeah, sure. You you know you bought the Star Wars one, or you bought the Marvel one, but now you're gonna you're gonna grief on the Star Wars one. Um. So, but seriously though, uh, it is um. Sorry, I was looking at the the app here. I better just shut that down. I'm distracting myself. Uh, it, it's uh, if you're looking for any of the the uh, pre-order bonuses, you've just got a couple more days left to to snag that up. Um, like I said. My plan is still to get both this and uh, Lego. So 
we'll see. But I will be, if assuming I do get this, the plan is to get the uh, the bundle that comes with the early access Boba Fett figure and both the prequel and original trilogy um, levels. So. Did I lose you? Yep, I lost him. Doesn't show me off the internet. There he went. Did he went or did I went? I think he went. So... <laughs> Don't know if anybody's out there. I don't know if I'm actually talking to anybody or if I'm just talking to myself. Um, so that did bring us to the end of the news. Uh, keep on going like I pretend there's people watching and I'm still broadcasting. So taking a look at our show notes, we did not have any reader mail for this week. Uh, so, uh, if, if you did, uh, send us some reader mail, uh, we will catch up on that next week. And uh, if you didn't send us any reader mail, but you would like us to discuss your topic or your uh, what's your favorite or your whatever else it is that you would like to have us talk about or debate or discuss or give our wizened opinions on, uh, let us know. You can get a hold of us at both at gamersledge.com. You can comment uh, on this video on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash gamersledge. You can find us on Facebook, search for gamersledge. You can find us on G+, the dying platform, sadly, also, uh, gamersledge. Uh, like and subscribe on our YouTube page. Uh, there's also a Reddit and a Pinterest and a all kinds of stuff out there. Uh, so you can find us on pretty much any of the... Uh, social media platforms, uh, not on Snapchat though. So sorry, not, not supporting that at this time. Um, so I'm going to pretend that I'm still talking to people and that this thing's maybe still recording. Mark hasn't returned. So I'm not quite sure what that means. Anyway, uh, he may be doing the exact same thing and I don't know if you're seeing him or you're seeing me, but from those of us at gamers ledge to you at home, have a great night and game on. Oh, there's Mark. Hold on. Let's see what he has to say. Hello, good sir. I, I think you did fall off the internet. Um, I, I think I'm still broadcasting. I actually just started to sign off, and then you uh, called. So, I'm, okay. So, all right. Um, hopefully, that'll terminate the recording. So, uh, good night, folks, and game on.